in the healing power. Lord, we believe in the power of transformation. Come on. That's why we love things have
I'm sorry when I've just gone through the motions. I'm sorry when I just sang another song. Take me back to where we started. I open up my heart. Come on, open yourself up to the Lord right now. He wants to speak to you, He wants to touch you again and say, I'm sorry. Come on, and I'm sorry. 
you, Lord. We just want you. We clap, Lord, not because it's what we're doing up here, Lord. It's because what you're doing in here. In the hearts of every person in this place, Lord, you're moving. It's not this team up here, Lord. It's you. It's your hand over us, Lord. It's, it's your love that covers us, Lord. The love that covers the multitude of sin, Lord. That you accept us any which way. Lord, it's not anything. We clap not because we're good, but because you are good. Because you are good. Tonight, Lord, we say, Lord, we want nothing else. Except you, Lord. And there are times, Lord, when we come, Lord, just like this song said, Lord, I'm sorry when I've come with my agenda. I forgot when I just made it so mundane, Lord, to rub-a-dub-dub, thanks for the grub type prayers, Lord. But, Lord, that we connect with you, Lord, in the most intimate of ways tonight. That you would penetrate the deepest part of our hearts, Lord, tonight. Lord, you would transform us, Lord, even though we've already been transformed, Lord, that we would continue this journey, Lord, that you've put us on to, of holiness, Lord, to seek you, Lord, and continually seek you, Lord, every single day, every single moment of our life, Lord. The hurting out in our city, Lord, they need us. They need us, Lord. That's why we're here, Lord, to be transformed, Lord, that we would take the message out there, Lord, to our hurting, to our city to our neighborhoods, to our homes. Transform us, Lord, from the inside out, Lord, that we would make an impact, a lasting impact, Lord, on the city that we love so much, Lord, and the state and the country that we love so much. Thank you, Lord, for your presence, Lord, and for your touch tonight, Lord, for cradling us, Lord, so near and dear tonight, Lord, in this time of worship, Lord. Thank you, Lord, and we say tonight, we don't want nothing else, Lord, but you just want you, Heavenly Father. We just want you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your presence in this wonderful time, Lord, of being together, Lord, in this time of fellowship, Lord, this worship time together, Lord, with you, Lord. We cry this out, Lord. We say thank you, Lord, and we, we exclaim, Lord, our gratitude, Lord, with this applause, Lord, sometimes, Lord, because you're so good, and we say thank you, Lord. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Church, will you give him thanks tonight? Because he is good. Amen. Thank you, Lord. And thank you, church. Amen. It's been a joy to be with you guys, church. And while you're so happy to be with us tonight, church, why don't we greet one another in his name? In Jesus' name. Amen. Test, test. Oh, there we are. Good evening, church. You know, Hello. I love... Whoa, you there? You there? A 
happy bunch in here, yeah, Javier. Yeah, you know, they say greet each other, and it's going to be a 30-minute conversation about how your Theo's doing, how's the family, everyone's good. How's your mama? How's your mama? That's right, brother. Welcome to church. It's so good to see you in the house of God. Man, it is such an honor to worship with you. We're just standing up here caught up in the presence of the Almighty. Amen? Absolutely. You Woo! know, Rox, I was thinking while we were playing, how long have you been doing this now, part how, of a worship team? How long? Uh, we're not going to ask how long. When did you start? Well, in the worship team in New Beginnings, I probably started about 10 years ago, maybe 12 years ago. 12 but years ago. I've really been worshiping the Lord as just, just part of my being since I was probably three years old. That's just what I do. Yeah, you How know, about you? We've been doing it a, a, a long time, and I'll tell you, one of my favorite parts... He didn't just... answer the question. He just, <laughs> he just said a long time. I, I, said... I started playing here when I was 12 years old, so a little over 20 years. And my favorite, one of my favorite parts is just looking out and seeing you guys worship. That's it right. Just, it's such an encouragement to us up here, and it really makes it feel worthwhile of what we're doing, just to see you guys in the moment with God. And really worshiping in that vulnerable state. So thank you guys all for That's that. Right. Thank you so thank much you for, for letting us be a part us. of that. Right. We got a few announcements today for you. Uh, a few points. The first one coming up: Vacation Hold Bible School. Hold on a School. second. Hold on a second. First, I want to announce who this person is that doesn't always come up here. You, are, my name is Roxy. I'm part of your worship team, and you are. Who are you, Javier? I'm Javier. Yeah. Uh, as Roxy stated, yeah. I'm the drummer here. Uh, been. Thank you. Thank you. We you made know, him come out from behind the drums. We made him come out here and do yeah. something. Yeah. They won't let me sing because you don't want to hear that. But every once in a while, they'll let me talk through a mic. So, you know, <laughs> this is about as close to singing as I get. But um, we do have announcements. You're right, Javier. Now, do. I'm going to let you, I'm gonna let you thank continue, you, thank Counselor. You. Go ahead. So, <laughs> the first announcement we have is Vacation Bible School 2023. I can't believe it's 2023 already. Oh, my goodness. Preschool and elementary school ages. It's a really, really great uh, week, guys, for our kids to come and learn about Christ, about the gospel in their own setting in a way that they can really grasp and understand intuitively. And I would really encourage you, if you have kids, if you have friends with kids, bring them in, invite them. They have a blast. It's, they have candy and, and movies and interactive stuff. Stuff. It's stuff. Yeah, all the cool stuff that kids like. Stuff. It's going to be starting July 23rd, and it's going to go through July 27th. Register and sign up now. I know we're all last-minute people. Que gente, it's just the way we do things. The we're sooner New the better. Time. New we're Mexico all on New Mexico time. time. So, go ahead. I was just going to say thank you to all of you who agreed to volunteer. Sister Jessica says that she has, she has a lot of volunteers, so thank you, thank you, thank you to all of you who have volunteered. I'll tell you, amen, big hand to you guys to volunteer. I'll tell you what we need. We need kids. We need kids to show up at VBS. So it doesn't matter how many volunteers we have, if the kids don't show, pues Javier has to eat all the snacks by himself. Unfortunately, that is the case, and I can't do that two years in a row. I just can't. I'm sorry, guys. But you know what? Honestly, we've had a really great program the last several years. Uh, they love it. It's a great experience. And again, thank you to all our volunteers who come out and help. You guys do a phenomenal job. They decorate this place. I mean, it's a whole transformation. Am I right? It's a whole other I world. mean, it's like the, yeah. the motifs and the details that they go through are incredible. So I really encourage you to come, bring your kids, check it out for yourself. Uh, I promise you, you're going to love it, and they're going to love it too. All right. So just so y'all know, 
This Sunday is Father's Day. So, happy Father's Day! Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Happy Father's Day to all the mothers who served as both mother and father out there. Happy Father's Day, amen, to all the grandparents who served as grandparents and fathers, because it is a job. And you know, you know, Javier, you and I, we just know these statistics, right? A household with a father um, produces children that, are, that stand stronger, that, um, that make it further in life. So the role that you guys have is so critical and so important. So we just want to thank you for that. We hope you come to church, because it turns out Father's Day is on a Sunday. What do Absolutely. You know? And on top of that, but wait, there's more, as well, Pastor wait. would say. So uh, we do have a special gift that we like to give our New Beginnings dads. Uh, as Roxy said, you guys are so such a huge part of the foundation of our lives. I know my dad has been the same for me, and I would not be where I am today without him. Aww. And uh, Shout out, I'm just Gonzalez. scoring some points right now, so, you know, uh, <laughs> got to get ahead of the curve. I have two younger brothers, so I got to make some headway. Uh, <laughs> But seriously, we really want to honor you guys for the, the commitment and the dedication and just the presence that you have in our lives. So please be there Sunday, July 25th. Or excuse me. Uh, yes. No, this is coming Sunday. This is coming Sunday. We don't know what date it is. We just know it's Sunday. Yes. And, and let me tell you <laughs> Indeed, one more thing. Yes. That's why the QR code pops up behind us because sometimes we don't you know, get the dates right. But let me tell you. There's some kind of special announcement that they're going to make on Sunday. It's so special. They did not even tell us that's how special it is. So you're going to have to show up on Sunday to see what this special announcement is. Happening. I guess I'm going to have to be here. But you're not a father, but it's all right, right? Well, you know, I have to probably play the drums, too. This, this so is true. I should this probably is true. show up. This is true. Yeah. Anyway, um, church, there are so many other announcements that we can't get to because both Javier and I like to talk a lot in case you didn't notice. Um, not billing anyone, don't worry. We're, we're both attorneys, so they pay us to do this all the time. And they gave us both the, the, the mics at the same time. Yeah. Bad. Bad so we, can't, we didn't make it through all our announcements that are here on this little sheet. Um, but if you click the QR code, you will get all of the announcements that we skipped over, the dates that we missed, and all of the other things that we said incorrectly, I'm sure. <laughs> um, but um, also wanted to thank you for all of your giving. Look, there are things that we didn't mention, like baptism. Those are on June 25th. There's young adults class that's happening for young people. Also, our, some of our pastors will be in Florida next week for the National Church of God Convention. Please keep us in mind as we travel out there and travel back as we um, have important discussions for just, you know, the life of the church and where we're going. And it's important. And it's important for you to know that as you sit here in New Beginnings Church, you're part of a national organization as well with le tremendous leaders across the United States. And in, in fact, this turns out it's going to be an international convention, so it's going to be very exciting. Our own pastor, Michael Romero, will be part of the worship team. It's going to be so exciting. So if you'll pray for us as we go out and we come back, um, we would really appreciate that. Um, also, thank you for all of the other, um, thank you for all of your giving that you do on a regular basis. Once again, I point out that QR code because it's like magic. It just, it just all kinds of magic happens with that QR code. But you can um, give your tithes and offering through there. If you want to give the old-fashioned way, you can also do that. If you want to double-check everything that we just said, you can also do it there. Right. So, again, if you're old school, we also have tithing boxes in the back. I know my mom, she still has a checkbook who balances i don't know how she does it it's clearly not mother's day coming up right because he just threw his mother under the bus did you see that 
Qué mal. The scoring points all around. Qué mal. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to us, uh, taking the time. And right now, we'd like to uh, introduce our pastor to the stand, Pastor Richard Mansfield. Joy, what a joy, what a joy to partner in ministry. We partner in ministry with missionaries around the world, uh, around the city, and one of those ministries that we partner with is Frontline Resurrection Ministry. And God has really given his favor on that ministry, and tonight they make a very special presentation that we're so thrilled to be able to do here at this platform. At this time, the executive directors, this is Rene and Tomas Maez. Those are my girls. Amen. What an honor and a privilege. This is the best part, you know. To be honest, all of it's so good. Where's my guy at? You know, uh, Frontline Resurrection Women's Life Recovery uh, has been uh, open for three years, since April of 2020. And, you know, um, it's an amazing, it's, it's amazing. It's, it's an amazing place to be. It's hard work. It's hard work and it takes a lot of sacrifice, but you know, the greatest sacrifice is when Jesus died and he covered our sins. Wouldn't you agree? And um, tonight we're here to present um, a gra two graduates. Um, and and I wanted to explain before my husband announces the graduates. We have three graduates, but because she's not here, we're gonna, we're gonna just uh, stick with the two. And um, what constitutes a graduate at Frontline Resurrection because it's transitional living. And um, they don't necessarily, you know, they're not programming every day, all day, even though they are, because we do life together, just like this church. And they're a part of this church. And they put in work. And they go to work every day. And they pay their bills, you know. So they come to Frontline. Amen. Give it up for that. <clears throat> but when they come to Frontline Resurrection, usually these women have, they're starting from the bare, from the bare minimum, from nothing. You know, and, but they're seeking the one who can save. And so in that, what constitutes a graduate is they go through the program, right? And it's usually about a year, um, what we've termed it already. And it, this is about a lo as long as it takes. And so they go through the program. They learn to pay rent, right? They learn to, to manage their schedules. They, they come to church. They go to group. They go to work, right? They get out of debt. They get their vehicles, and then, uh, you know, but the most important part is that they get that deep relationship with their Lord and Savior, and they become a part of this church, amen? But even more so, what constitutes a graduate is that they continue to do these things even after they get their apartments, and they're doing life with the church, but in their own houses with their children, amen? And I love that part, and I love that part. So with, with no further ado, we're going we're gonna, to uh, introduce our two beautiful graduates, whom we are very, very proud of. Um, the first, first one I'm going to introduce is uh, a woman that uh, she came in broken, broken. And actually, she's a brother of ours that passed away, DeAndre Ch Chavez. He's the one that brought her in. That's his fruit. 
And I'm giving him the credit because she is, he is his fruit. That is his fruit. But since she, since she came in the home, she took her lead. She, she did everything we asked her. She had hiccups, but she received. She kept getting up, and she kept doing what God called her to do. And today, today, she's working a full-time job. She's, she has a beautiful vehicle. She's got her kids back in her life. And she's got her own apartment. And she's sober. Hallelujah. <laughs> and her name, and, and this, this, this award goes to Josephine Rivera. And then these, and these awards are for the women that when they leave the home, they continue to succeed. They continue to do good. They continue to get everything that God wants to give them. Now this next woman, she came into the home from another home, uh, a worldly home. You know I mean, with, and, 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 I, and I was the same. I tried everything else. I tried NACAA, AAA, all that stuff, but it was Jesus. It was Jesus that did it. And see, when you come into Frontline Resurrection, we're a family. We're not a program. We're not a transitional home. We're a family. We bring the women that come in, they're our daughters. And, and we treat them like our daughters. And, we, and that's the way we, we, we built our home on. And this, this woman, when she came in, she came in and she received since the day she came in. She didn't understand, but she listened and she caught it. And that's the best high about doing what me and, and Renee do. And seeing these women catch it. When they catch it, that's worth more than money. It's worth more than money. And I want to present this award to Berta B. Espinosa. I've seen these young ladies come in and work real hard and believe real hard and trust real hard. We're so proud of you, your accomplishment. This is just the ending and yet the beginning of a great journey ahead. You've finished something that many others walk away from. You endured till the end. And for that, we're so proud of you. But now it's the beginning of the rest of your life. So, Tomas, as you stand behind them, let's pray for them. Just agree with us. Father, thank you for the great accomplishment these ladies have achieved. Lord, they have put their hope and trust in you. Lord, they didn't know that at the beginning. They came in wondering, God, I really want my life. And Lord, they have found a life of abundance. Lord, you've given them spiritual life, but now, Lord, you've given them what the devil stole from them. And Lord, you're giving back their family, their loved ones, and now a career. God, we just pray continue anointing, blessing, favor from God. In Jesus' name we pray, and God's people said amen. amen. Praise the Lord. So proud of you. So proud of you.
Uh, just in case any of the youth uh, didn't see the board, you were dismissed. So uh, we want to just uh, really just say thank you, God, for what he's doing. Well, guys, last week I started a study on the Ten Commandments. And I'm calling it Ten Values for Strong Families. And on Sunday morning, I'm preaching on families with purpose, building a family with purpose. But the Ten Commandments are paramount for Western civilization. And I was saying that it's so important that we put that first. And it's really something that how many things we put first and how we settle for less. And today I want to talk about not settling for less, but going for the top and the top only. I was listening to an interview today with a Christian psychologist, and they did a study a while back, and they had these children that were kindergartners. They were five and six years old, and they put a marshmallow in front of them, and they said, look, here's this marshmallow, but I'm going to come back in 10 minutes. Now, if you want to eat it, you can, but if you don't eat it and you wait 10 minutes... I'm going to give you two more marshmallows. So that means you'll have three marshmallows if you just wait a little bit. And do you know that most of the kids waited and they got their three marshmallows and they were so elated and they learned that those that waited were better at learning because they weren't rushed in things in life. And I thought about that when I was thinking about tonight because I'm going to be in Exodus chapter 20 verse 4 and 5. And it says right there, you must not make for yourselves an idol of any kind or any image of anything in the heavens or on earth or in the sea. And you must not bow down to them or worship them. For I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God who will not tolerate your affection for other gods. I lay the sins of the parents upon their children. The entire family is affected, even children in the third and fourth generation of those who reject me. Oh, Father, help us to learn. Help us to get it and to always put you first. I pray in Christ's name, amen. See, those that waited got blessed. We don't like to wait. So we want things done immediately. If you read the Old Testament, you see that they got impatient with God. So many times they formed their own God. And God was saying, don't have any other gods before me. Because let me tell you something. You will suffer the consequences. Don't idolize anything. And don't worship any other God but me. Because I'm a jealous God. And that doesn't mean God looks, oh, I'm jealous. No, he's saying, look. I want you and only you. I don't want to share you. He's jealous for you. He doesn't want to share you with any other God, any other thing. He wants you all to himself and you to have all of him. So what we have to understand is the first thing is don't idolize anything. Anything. Look, if you're a basketball player, you know that last night the NBA finals finished and the 
Denver Nuggets won, and, and it was an exciting time. I think it was last night. Maybe it was Monday night. I think it was Monday night. All I know is the Nuggets won, and I'm not a Nuggets fan, but I was cheering for them because they had never won before, and I was just shouting and cheering, and my wife goes, I didn't know you were for the Nuggets. I go, I am tonight. You know, I, I, I want them to win. Now, very honestly, I didn't really care who won. If Miami Heat won, well, they right on, but... It's not the end of the world for me. Some people put everything into sports. Oh, the, the Denver Nuggets. Oh, the Golden State Warriors. Oh, the Chicago Bulls. Oh, the LA Lakers. Oh, 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 oh. And we make these huge things. Now, there's nothing wrong with cheering for a, a group. But some of us go beyond that. Some of us idolize these guys, and we idolize these teams, and we idolize these people. You know that Elvis, has, he's dead. Elvis is dead. He died. But there's some people, no, the king is alive. No, the only king that's alive is Jesus Christ. He's the king of kings, the king of glory. Yet... There's people that still, oh, oh, Elvis. And the, to idolize someone, it means to value something more than God. Now hear that. You value something more than God. Listen, this is a tough one. Some of you are going to get a little uptight on this. But some of you, you idolize your husband or your wife more than God. It's like, oh, I live for my husband, I live for my wife. I'm glad you do, but they're supposed to be second to God. Oh, but my son and daughter, no, my son and daughter come before anyone and everything. Yeah, and they even come before God, and shame on you, because God wants you completely. He wants to make sure that we totally give ourselves to him. You know, in the Old Testament, it talks about three different gods that they had. One was Baal, the god of Baal. That was a god of sex. That was a god of, 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 of just... Uh, sexual immorality, it was a god of sex. Then you had the god of Molech, and Molech was a god of violence. And then you had the god of Mammon, which is money. And think about that. Those are still gods that are happening right now. Sex, violence, and money. We're sex trafficking people all over the world. They just busted a ring of sex traffickers and do you know that right here in Albuquerque, Interstate 40 and I-25 is one of the biggest distributors of drugs and sex trafficking in the nation because they send them to the east and west coast and they send them to the north and south borders. And it's really sad. And people are obsessed with sex. And now with the internet, it's out of control. And then violence. The, that, that God of, of, of Molech. Man, yesterday I was talking to somebody and they said that they were coming to church. We had a, a meeting last night, or maybe Monday night. I don't even know what tonight. Tonight's Wednesday, right? Okay, all I know, there was a meeting this week because I've been here for nine days straight now. So I don't even know what the day is, except that there was, a, there was someone that came for a meeting on Monday night and they go, man, pastor, this city's crazy. I go, what happened? They go, we were on our way to a restaurant to have dinner before this meeting, and all of a sudden, we saw this young man screaming and cussing out an old man, and we were like, man, chill out, dude. 
And, and so they were trying to defuse the situation. And next thing you know, that young kid pulls a gun out and he's holding it at the older man. And the old man's going like, well, what are you going to do? Do it then. I'm like, don't say that. They will. They've shot a bunch of people. I've done, I've done five murders this year in the last three weeks. And some of them, one was 17. And they're all young people. And it's over stupidity because this God, this God of violence is permeating our city. That's why we have to pray, 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 pray and make God supreme. And when we make God supreme, we're going to get rid of the sex garbage that's going on. We're going to get rid of the, the violence and we're going to get rid of the, the money issue. Man, casinos came into our state and messed people up. I'm telling you, people, oh, you know, you don't understand. I, I win more than I lose. Yeah, right. Shut up. <laughs> Casinos are in the business because they win. I won $2,000. How much did you have to spend to get it? If you put all the money that you spent, you've probably spent already $30,000, and you've walked away with five. <laughs> oh, I won $5,000. Yeah, but it cost you $25,000 to get it. Do you see? We, it, it's this God that has gripped people. And today there's gods like, like that want to grip your mind. Like blogs and, and apps that you can download music and you could download garbage music. I mean, there's some music that I, I don't even know why they call it music. But it's filthy. It's horrible. Television today is just garbage. It's like, my goodness gracious. Man, I, I subscribe to, to uh, it's called uh, Pure Flicks. And it's a Christian run. They have TV programs on there. They have movies. They have, they have uh, all kinds of really neat stuff that's worth watching. You see, people are worshiping idols. And they're not images but it's success, it's power, it's wealth, it's, it's sensuality, it's, I, it's, it's physical beauty. People are spending thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars on, on plastic surgery and stuff. And I was asking a young lady the other day, I go, man, young ladies are getting their lips injected, their breasts enlarged, their, their buttocks <laughs> pumped up. I go, why? She goes, because that way you don't have to work out at the gym. You want a bigger part of your body, you just have it done, and there you are. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Do you understand what it's doing to you? Do you understand the destruction that's happening? But see, this thing grabs a hold of us, and we idolize these people. Oh, Kardashians. Oh, oh. I don't even know the name of the front. I just know the last name. But you all know who they are. Because some of you follow them like, like, man, they're on tonight. I better record it so I can watch it after service. Oh, my gosh. You're idolizing things. And do you know that God says idolizing things is really dumb? It's plain dumb. Look what it says in Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 15 and 16. It says, but be very careful. You did not see the Lord's form. Uh, the, you did not see the Lord's form on the day He spoke to you from the heart of the fire of the Mount Sinai. So do not corrupt 
yourselves by making an idol in any form, whether of a man or a woman. He's saying, Moses says again, you guys weren't even there with me. I was there, and I didn't even get to see God face to face. He walked by, and as I saw him walk by, I saw that he was loving, compassionate, forgiving, forgiving, and he was, he was just, and he was strong, but he would not let the sins of the people go unpunished. We've got to own our life, and we've got to do good. And there's reasons why we don't idolize and make idols. We've got to understand there's things you need to pass down to your children. Idols, they're going to disappoint you. Idols don't deliver. Idols don't come through. Idols don't help you. Idols are something made by man. So if a man made it, how could it be greater than man? God made us. He made us and he brought, he spoke things in the being. He took a bunch of dirt and made a man. I'd like to see the scientists take a bunch of dirt and make a man. It, it just doesn't happen. Our God can do these supernatural things and yet you put stuff in, 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 Oh, I have a rabbit's foot. Oh, I have my rabbit's foot. Oh, rabbit foot, rabbit foot, rabbit foot. Oh, my gosh. Throw it away already. I'll never forget one time my wife and I were deep sea fishing. I had never gone deep sea fishing, and, and, and we were given a trip to Mazatlan, and we were in Mazatlan, Mexico, and I wanted to go deep sea fishing, and they had an excursion, and I was talking to the captain, and he goes, Hey, you know what? He goes, you're a pastor. I'll tell you what. I want to bless you and your wife. If you find another couple to pay full price, you and your wife go free. I go, orale. That was good incentive for me. <laughs> and I'm walking, and there's this man that was there telling his wife, I've always wanted to go deep sea fishing. I go, I couldn't help overhearing. But you know what? I have a trip lined up, and I just need one more couple. You want to join us? It's really cheap. It wasn't cheap. It was $600 a couple. And he goes, only $600? I go, wow. Because where he was looking, there were 900 So he saved 300 and I saved six. <laughs> so we went deep sea fishing, and I said, God, I want to catch three fish today. I want to catch a tuna, because they have yellowtail tuna out there. And I want to catch a sailfish, those big old with a fin and the big long beak. And, and I go, and I want to win someone to the Lord that's on that boat. I want to fish for men. So man, I was, so that doctor got on, he was a doctor, and he got out his little crystals. And he had these crystals, and he goes, he goes, I've got my crystals. I go, oh, well, I got, I got the, the gem of all gems, Jesus. And he looked at me, and he rolled his eyes like, oh, brother. And his wife goes, are you a believer? And I go, yeah, my wife and I are believers. She goes, praise the Lord. And then she pulled me aside, maybe you can win my husband to the Lord. And I go, well, I'll sure try. So he got out his little crystals. Now, this is anointing oil, but I just want to show you. He was there rubbing the fishing rods. I had three fishing rods. He had three. And he's there rubbing the rod and the reel, and he's rubbing everything with the crystals. And then he goes, you want to borrow my crystals? I go, let me tell you something. I serve the God that makes crystals. 
I go, I'm going to believe for my God to supply and help me catch some fish. So then I go, God, did you hear me? Your name's on the line, God. We got a contest. God are crystals. And man, all of a sudden, I get the first one. Orale, like, yeah. And I brought in a 16-pound tuna fish. And I'm like, yeah. And then he brought in a tuna fish. And it was only 13 pounds. And I go, yeah. I was inside. I was thinking, my God's bigger than your God. But I didn't say anything outside. I didn't want to do that. And then all of a sudden, he got a sailfish. And it broke the line. And it got away. And then I got a sailfish. And if you ever seen the, the like, like wonderful kingdom or you know those shows man this fish came out of the water like they showed oh it was beautiful and he goes back down and i'm there bringing that baby in and it was hard man it weighed 186 pounds and i'm bringing it in and all of a sudden i see that old man and he's just looking i was real young back then and he was just looking i go hey doc you want to bring it in the rest of the way and I figured, man, pobrecito, he paid for my trip. I might as well <laughs> let him have some fun. So he goes, really? I go, come over here. And they had me on a special chair, so I'm holding the rod. He sat down, and they strapped him in. And then, but he was too weak. He was a little skinny little dude. I wasn't big old fat then. I was all muscular. I was like, orale, you know. And, and so I'm there pulling the rod. I'd pull the fish, and then he'd reel it. I'd pull it and reel it. And all of a sudden, we bring this fish in, and I'm there like, yes, the Lord, thank you, Lord. So then the place where we were staying, they were going to prepare the fish for us. They were going to cut it and pack it so we could bring it home. And I got some meat, and I told him, you want some meat? I'll give you some off the big sailfish. He goes, really? Yeah. So I gave him some, and then the rest I gave to the crew. And, and, and anyway, I had an hour that we had to wait. And I shared the gospel with him. And he gave his life to Jesus Christ. And then I told him, hey, Doc, why don't you give up the crystals? And he put the crystals. He had two of them or three. He put them in my hand. And I went, paqueveas. No, no, I, I didn't say that out loud. That, that really means like, like, I told you so, but you know what? I did tell him so. I told him about the ignorance of trusting in an idol because they disappoint you. In the book of Jeremiah, chapter 10, verse 14, it says the whole human race is foolish and has no knowledge. The craftsmen are disgraced by the idols they make for their carefully shaped works are a fraud. Their idols have no breath or power. Isn't that the truth? I don't know if you've ever ordered something online and it turned out to be a dud and you're like, wow, that's all messed up. It sure looked good in the picture, but man. A second thing we need to understand is idols will dominate you. They'll dominate us. An idol before you know it, oh, that's all you can think of. You're like obsessed, you're obsessed, you're obsessed, you're obsessed, you're obsessed. I got to see it. I got to see it. I got to be with it. I got to hold it. I got to touch it. I got to, I got to, I got to, I got to. Man, in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 2, it says, you know that when you were still pagans, you were led astray and swept along in worshiping speechless idols. Isn't that the truth? People that are chasing uh, 
famous people and, oh, my gosh, oh, oh. I'll never forget one time I was at the airport in Kansas City, and I don't know if you've ever seen the TV show I Dream a Genie, and, but there was this guy, Major Healy. He was the Air Force guy. And I'm there washing my hands, and he runs into the restroom, and those restrooms where the toilet you had to pay to get in. And that poor guy, you could tell he must have eaten Mexican food that didn't agree with him. Because he was like, oh, and he's going to the next door. So I reach in my pocket and I got a quarter. And I go, here you go. And I flipped a quarter to him. He goes, thank you. And he went to the restroom. And I'm like, and I'm thinking, that's Bill Daly. That's the, the TV star. He comes out on I Dream a Genie. He comes out on the Bob Newhart show. He comes out, he comes out, and I'm thinking about that. So meanwhile, I had stepped out, and I'm getting my shoes shined, and all of a sudden he gets out, and he sees me, and he sits next to me, and he goes, oh, my gosh, you saved my life. Thank you so much. And I was there thinking. Then while we're talking, this lady goes by, and she goes, oh, my gosh, you're famous. Can I have your autographs? And he told me, I'll bet you she didn't even know who I am. <laughs> and he gives her an autograph, and she goes off, and he goes, and I'm thinking, man, here this dude is famous. Some people idolize him. And I bailed him out with a quarter to use the restroom. <laughs> Idols will dominate you if you let. You know what they'll also do? They'll deform you. Now, let me tell you what I mean by deform you. That they'll, you can lose your uniqueness because you're chasing. Look, some of you are chasing a magazine or something that you see. Well, nobody has magazines anymore, but you have Pinterest and you have Snapchat and you have Instagram and you have Facebook and you have and you have and you have and you're looking up and you oh look at her lips oh I want to have lips like those oh my gosh look at her thighs oh my gosh look at her smile oh look at her hair I want to look just like that and God made you you and you don't even understand how beautiful or how handsome you are yet you're chasing the wind you're chasing something else that doesn't even exist so you don't even know who you are anymore. Haven't you seen some of the movie stars that had so much makeup and plastic surgery? I saw one the other day on TV, and I told Cindy, she goes, oh my gosh, Richard, look how much plastic surgery she has. I go, yeah, Cindy, that's not even a dimple in her chin. That's her belly button. They pulled it up so much. <laughs> and Cindy goes, oh my gosh, you're crazy, dude. But you know what? That's how deformed we get. We're start chasing, we got it, we got it, we got it, we go, oh my gosh. They have lips like this, and their cheeks are like that, and they're walking around like this. Oh, you're so beautiful. Man, we used to have a saying, cara de mil fregazos, which means the face of a thousand hits. So you know what we need to do? We need to worship God only. We need to worship God only. We need to pour ourselves out to him. Worship is to give the highest love and devotion that only God deserves. It's the highest love, higher than your children, higher than your spouse, higher than your boyfriend or your girlfriend, higher than anyone. It's giving God glory. 
It's saying, God, I love you. That song we sang, I love you. I love you. Man, all I need is you. You're all I need, nothing else. Nothing else will do. I didn't come here for blessings. I didn't come here for anything except to tell you, God, I love you. Man, don't your children ever just out of the blue say they love you? Look, I have a six-year-old granddaughter, and she was living with us for a while. And Cindy and I, after church, she loves, loves children's church. If you don't take your kids to children's church, you need to start. It's phenomenal. She adores children's church. And after children's church, we went, it was a Wednesday night, and we, we hadn't even eaten dinner, and it's already late, and we went to go have dinner. And she goes, and we go, who do you want to sit next to, grandma or, or grandpa? She goes, I'll sit next to grandpa right now. And back then, I was using my walker, and she loved it because she would get on the walker, and I could give her a ride. So she could, and she would sit there, and she'd wave, you know, like, like if she's in a parade or something. But... She's sitting next to me, and she's doing the little coloring menu they give them. And all of a sudden, she'd look at me, and she goes, Oh, Grandpa, I just love you so much, Grandpa. And she'd hug my arm and kiss it, kiss it, kiss it. And then, go, and then she'd go back to coloring. Oh, my gosh, do you know how my heart would go... Oh, my gosh, I was like, Oh, my God, it doesn't get any better than this. God inhabits the praise of his people. He loves it. He loves it when we worship him. Do you know when you worship him, the benefits of that is it'll delight us. We get blessed. We get blessed by loving him. I don't know about you, but man, when we come and just worship the king, man, I forget about all the garbage I had to go through that day. I forget about all the headaches and all the problems, and I just, like, wow. Man, in Psalm 37, 4, it says, take delight in the Lord, and he'll give you your heart's desires. And not only does it delight you, but you know what? It'll deliver us. Worship of God delivers us because you come into his presence, and all the demons flee. They're gone, man. You don't have any more of those those gods, the god of sex and violence and money that's trying to take hold of you and it's cling to you and it's trying to get you and it's trying to take you down and you're all messed up. That's why you got to hold on to the word and believe in, in John chapter 8, verse 31 and 32, where it says, Jesus said to the people who believed in him, you are truly my disciples if you remain faithful to my teachings. And then he says, and you will know the truth, and the truth will what? The truth will what? Yeah, set you free. Because you come into his presence. A, a few more verses down, four verses down, in verse 36 of John 8, it says, so if the Son has set you free, you're free indeed. Man, that's why we come into his presence and we say, Lord, when I'm on the mountaintop, hallelujah, I love you. And Lord, when I'm going through the valley of the shadow of death, I still love you, Lord. It doesn't matter what I'm going through. I love you because I know you never leave me. You never abandon me. You don't run away. You don't forget me. You are there with me. And not only does he, do we delight in him and do we get delivered, but you know what? 
When you worship God, it develops you. You start learning and growing. You start realizing how important God is. You start understanding how real he is. In 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18, it says, So all of us who have had that veil removed can see and reflect the glory of the Lord. And the Lord, who is the Spirit, makes us more and more like him as we are changed into his glorious image. So he's saying, as we learn more and more about God, and we learn about worshiping God and serving God and giving ourselves to God and following God and surrendering to God and giving everything up to God, man, you become more and more like him. It's like, look, when we're young, sometimes older people will say, oh my gosh, you're just like your mother, you're just like your father. And you go, oh man, don't say that. And then when you get older, they go, man, you're just like your mother, you're just like your father, and you go, thank you. It's the greatest compliment you could give me because you've grown and you've matured and you realize how amazing your mom or your dad was. And you end up going, wow, wow, thank you, Lord. You heard Javier say it a little while ago. He was up here giving announcements. And he was talking about Father's Day, and he goes, man, my father's back there, and I am the man I am today, and I am where I am today because of my dad. Who is that man or woman that poured into you? But you believed God, and you trusted God. Some of you didn't have a good dad or a mom. Some of you didn't have a good family roots. Some of you now are turning and you're looking at Pastor Chuck as your spiritual father. You're looking at Tomas and Renee as your spiritual parents. You're looking at Chris and Sonia as your spiritual parents. You're looking at Richard and Cindy as your spiritual parents. Because you know what? You grew up in a household that wasn't on fire for God. And now you've come to know some families that are. And you go, oh my gosh. They're not even related to me, but I feel so close to them. Why? Because you're being developed and you're being taken up to another higher state. Let me tell you something. When you worship money, you become very materialistic. When you worship yourself, you become very selfish. But when you worship Christ, the King of glory, you become Christ-like. You reflect the king. I'm telling you, God wants to shine his light through us. Like the song that we sang earlier, nothing else. Nothing else will do. I just want you. <laughs> nothing else will do. And you know what's crazy? We've tried a lot of other things. And that means we were trying other gods. And God still loves us enough that he welcomes us back in spite of us cheating on him and chasing all these other little gods and trying everything else but him. And tonight, I'm inviting you to trust him with all your heart, mind, and soul, to put your hope and trust in him. And if you've never given your life to Jesus Christ, that tonight you might say, Pastor, I wanna accept Jesus. I wanna make him first. I want to give him my life. Is there anyone here tonight that wants to give their life to Jesus? Raise their hand. Say, you know what, Pastor? That's me. I've never done that. Amen. Amen. Any, anyone else? Anyone else? Praise God. Praise God. Man, that's exciting. 
So those of you that raised your hand, would you stand? We're going to pray with you. We're going to pray for you. And I want you to pray. Would all of you pray and just encourage this dear person that's crying out to God right now? Just say, Heavenly Father, forgive me of my sins. Tonight I realize how I need a Savior. I give you my heart. I give you my mind. And I give you my soul. Come into my life, Lord Jesus, and make me new. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Man, can I, can I give you a high five? Come here real quick. like Just an exciting, exciting, exciting time. Man. Brother, God bless you. Know that God has a calling for you. He has a purpose for you. Man, this is Pastor Chris. He's going to give you a Bible and some material. Go with him real quick. Anyone else? Was there anyone else? Well, then, I just want to ask you tonight. Is there anything you need to lay down? Is there something you've been holding on to more than Jesus? Is there something that you've been turning to more than Jesus? Would you come and release it to him tonight? Would you stand with us? And, and we're going to sing that song. Nothing else. Nothing else will do. Oh, sing it out to the glory of God. Oh, sing it out. of whatever might be holding you back and surrender it tonight.
let that truly be your prayer tonight. God, you're the only thing I want. Forgive me, Lord God, when I put other things in front of you. I put people, places, and things. But tonight, Lord God, I'm going to realign my life. And you're number one. You're the only one. And God, you're going to put the rest of my life in order. You're going to show me the things I need to hold on to. And you're going to show me the things I need to let go of. So, Father God, let me release everything to you. That way I won't be fighting you. And I'm going to find you're going to give me back more than what I ever thought. And you're going to take away the things that I've been wanting to get rid of anyway. So, God, tonight, would you make just a supernatural miracle take place in our life and in the life of our home. Break every generational curse that's been handed down and break every generational curse that we handed down. I pray blessing over everyone in this room and everyone watching online. And I pray in Jesus Christ's name and God's people shout out, amen. I love you, church. God bless you. Greet someone on the way out. Let them know your love.